and welcome back to the Chicago Marketing Podcast presented by Mignani Continuum Marketing. I'm your host, Michael Bennis, joined by the somewhat sleepy Elena Van Hall, but, I'm but still not effervescent. Sleepy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a little sleepy. It's like this gloomy day in Chicago, and it's, I don't know. I'm gonna be, it's all right, though. You got I'm, this. I got this. I, I got faith, this, guys. I have faith in you. I'm going to give you all kinds of amazing and like information today mm-hmm. to help guide your AR, VR, marketing plans. Yes, us right. two yes. insomniac wanderers will, will carry you through uh, the, the world of, of VR and AR today. Uh, so Elena, yeah, you touched on what our topic's going to be, and we're going to be talking about virtual reality and augmented reality today, mm-hmm. and their their place in the marketplace right now, and what kind of their, their future holds moving forward. Let's back up the bus and tell our listeners, because VR and AR, they're used all the time, but mm-hmm. let's talk about what they each are and the differences between the two just to kick things yeah, off. Yeah, so so just on the surface of VR is when you put a headset on and it can have a screen in there, it can have your phone in there, but you, you put it on and as you turn your head and as you as you move, it reacts to your actual motions and portrays a 3D like environment in front of you simulating the real world. But it takes you out of the world you're in and puts you in a new world. Yes, yes. Okay. It, ta- it takes away your visual and it takes away your auditory inputs mm-hmm. and puts you somewhere where you physically aren't. Okay. And for the record, I've tried VR. We have a VR set here at Manani. And it is a little bit terrifying because it's like, what's around me? What am I going to run into? But then mm-hmm. it's super cool because you're in a different world. So anyways, okay, so AR. What's yes. AR? And so augmented reality is when it's on another screen, but it's adds to the real world around you so it doesn't take away it doesn't take you away from reality it adds something to it so like pokemon yes it (laughs) augments it so it's like pokemon go where you know you're you're not in a pokemon world you see pokemon through your phone in this reality got it and and uh, another another good example of that would be a lot of the uh, filters and a lot of the stuff that's on snapchat Mm mm-hmm so mm-hmm. you are in the real world, but it is adding bunny ears and googly eyes to you right. and your friends. But and you it still makes me laugh so hard every time. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. So so where do they both kind of stand in the marketplace right now? What are how are people viewing those? What's it looking like? And you know, hopping right off the bat, my personal experiences with virtual reality go back um, to the mid nineties. Uh, I remember trying it a couple of places and I remember Nintendo Where? Was it around in the early nineties? very very primitive now it was super primitive it was all really like back to the future stuff yeah it was all really like it was it was basic polygons i mean it didn't it didn't look as good as a super nintendo and so i remember it just being really clunky and really awkward and then nintendo actually came out with a video game system called the virtual boy and it was a headset that sat on a tripod okay and you had to like imagine putting the tripod on a desk and then you had to like lean over like you're tying your shoe and then move your head into the thing into the that vr sounds awful and then play and then i had a, con- a connect controller like when you go to the the eye doctor and they make you put your head in that yes thing. yes except okay. that actually has a purpose where the virtual boy did not and i what was the experience like was it very like mario kart e like what no, was it okay no um the entire virtual boy experience and i'll show you a, a video and I, we'll put a link in the about description of this is picture an all black screen okay all the characters and all of the things are made out of bright red outline picture the stranger things opening Uh uh-huh i hated that opening as a video game okay 
it was mind-numbingly bad. It hurts your eyes. Ooh. Granted, I mean, it goes out failing, but it failed. It goes out saying, but that thing failed miserably. Interesting. I didn't know that was even... Yeah. I didn't play video games as a child, so I had no idea. Yeah, I wasn't cool as a kid, believe it or not, so I just played video games. Oh, I wasn't cool either. I just played Barbies and Polly Pockets and cops and robbers outside like that i remember was my... i remember polly pockets i there was like a those. guy there was like a guy version of that too oh, it was, was there? yeah it was polly pocket <laughs> paul pocket <laughs> paul's yikes <laughs> <laughs> but, and that failed miserably in testing also um so as is it kind of evolved i remember uh, vr my other experiences with vr back in like the 2000s were going to disney world um they had a couple vr experiences at disney quest and it, it was kind of this, you know, the, the first steps into bringing virtual reality into in, into usability. Hmm. Um, but as, as, as it grew, I never felt a connection to it. I never thought it worked very well. I, I never personally, even to this day, like when I try the, the VR that's here in the office, or if I try like the PlayStation VR, I, I, don't know, I don't know what it's adding. I don't know what it's bringing to the table. And I'm yet to see anything that, that blows me away. I feel like this is like all technology, right? So when the computer first came out, it's like nobody can quite figure out what it's used for. And now it's the main, like we, we there's infinite uses. Mm -hmm. And I feel like VR, we're kind of in like the learning to crawl phase right now. Um, and I, I agree. Uh, every time I use it, I... For example, my boyfriend has Oculus Rift and okay. whatever, and we, he brought me on this scuba diving adventure where we went down so deep, and then I was in this cage, and all of a sudden I was about to get attacked by a great white, and I literally was almost having a panic attack. And I'm like, I don't actually enjoy this, and you can just take it off, but it literally removes you from the world you're in. So mm -hmm. I could see going forward, it could be really great for... I can, I'm still exploring the marketing piece of it. I think for that, it's, you know, in hospitality or anything along those lines, if you want to go visit a new environment, yes, I think it's amazing. Um, but it's it's still in its infancy, and it's very much you can tell mm -hmm. that you're in a fake world almost. It's getting better, mm -hmm. but it's still not, not there. And it also makes me a little uncomfortable because it's like, who's watching me? Who's around me? Am I about to run into something? Like, you're trying to live as, in two yeah, worlds, and your moving. brain isn't quite wired to do that like you're either one foot in and yeah one foot yeah out. you have one foot in the water yeah. and one foot on dry land right and you're even though you're in this new world you're so cognizant of the fact that you're still in reality and mm -hmm. this is not reality mm -hmm. and getting back to what you said about marketers and you know exploring a space mm -hmm. i think that you know that's that's a great idea in theory we're gonna we're gonna lay out what a what this ballroom would look like if you booked the ballroom for your giant mark your giant networking events right and or for your wedding or for whatever it is like exactly. if you are a large hotel property and you have a space i think it's if you watch like anything on uh hgtv people want it to be the way it's going to be when they live there they yes. are, have a horrible time imagining so i think vr gives uh, marketers that capability yes but also let's say you you took all this time to create this and it, it's this giant layout and it looks beautiful and you send it to your client that that then your potential client needs to have a vr set right they they, they can't they can't experience everything that you just put this time and energy into in in the way that it's designed to be experienced 
unless there's unless they have that piece of equipment right. sitting there right. and and it may be one thing for a company like Mignani to have a headset and to have that kind of stuff but it really hasn't crossed over in into everyday usage right and we were doing a little bit of research obviously before the call and I think one of the main things so you're totally right that Nobody is going to put forth the investment to watch one VR experience, especially from a brand, right? Um, but I think there's a common issue of there's a lack of uh, creative outputs for VR, and not a lot of designers and developers are really taking it on because there's not that demand. Mm -hmm. um, so it's an interesting space for sure. I do I can see for a lot of marketers actually in the trade show world. Um, you know, immersing your audience at a trade show because you can, you as a company can own exactly. the system and bring people through that experience. But to expect consumers to have it, it's it's a big ask. Yes, like I can see walking through a trade show or walking through an event and you go to someone's booth and they want to take you through their space and then they give you the headset, you put it on, you kind of navigate your way through and that that having real tangible use. Yep. And, and actually, you know, that, that really being able to you know, th there's nothing. There's nothing like being there. Right. There's, you know, any 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 slideshow or any, you know, <laughs> video that they show you can never replicate actually you being in that space. But VR, it can kind of touch on that. Um, you know, getting back to what you said about the developers not being in the space and not really, you know, they're not being that that demand for it. When I, when I go back and look at kind of jumps in technology over the last 25 years, there's always been like one thing that launches it and, and when i think of nintendo i think of mario like mario that that first mario game knew like nintendo used what it had to make this thing and it was great in the 90s with computers it was missed i have no idea what that is it was this uh this game where you click around and you explored this haunted island oh okay uh but it was it was very interactive it, it was there was nothing really like, seemed like it before it couldn't really exist on nintendo because you needed like a cd-rom okay. uh type thing you needed that mouse interface and then i think of doom when that came out you're you're shaking your head you don't know what doom is either no i feel like i grew up in a bubble <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you know moving forward there is n64 with mario and zelda there's always been like this killer game there's this thing that everyone kind of just goes wow that's i have to have this so i can do that right and that so you think your opinion is that if a developer were to come along and create that experience then people would jump into it i do and not just for video games but i think for movies as well for you know i i I've been hearing about it for years, but no one's really ever put together the virtual reality, the VR movie, where you are in the shoes of the protagonist, mm -hmm. and you you follow, and it's it's shot from your point of view, and you go through all these scenes. So where you would normally be in like a a, a war scene where you're on you're looking at a screen and there's just one direction. Terrifying. <laughs> you can look around every way, and that's it's a. Full I think thing. it might cause people to have a heart attack. Is why they're it not really doing would. it. And there's like post-traumatic stress disorder that would be followed soon by the heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the same way that <laughs> you got freaked out over the the great white uh -huh. in the cage, it would just be an extended version of that with a narrative behind it. Right. That we haven't seen that that leap get taken and. You know, un until then, at least for me, VR is always going to be a, a what if. Like, mm -hmm. until that's 
uh, until that big thing happens, until someone really puts all the pieces together, it's it's always going to feel a little intangible to me. So what do you think about AR? How do how can marketers leverage AR? I think AR is fantastic because it, it, it relies on technology that everyone is carrying around. It's their phone. You can you have a camera on your phone. You have this processing power. Um, Apple has gone kind of all in on AR with with their new operating system um, that they they announced uh, recently. So you know, I, I hate to keep coming back to Pokemon Go because but but that's kind of a thing everyone kind of knows about mm-hmm. and you can wrap your head around where you know you have this augmented reality platform on your phone. You can you're walking around and it adds. It doesn't take you away from this world like virtual reality does. It adds to the world you're currently living in. So as a marketer, I think of you know what can we do in a retail space? Mm-hmm. Um, how how personalized can we have a message be if I'm if I'm walking down a cereal aisle, and there's you know hey wave your phone over top of Captain Crunch and then you see this cool Captain Crunch animation, or I think of um, like sports and athletics where you're you're walking around like a dick sporting goods and the wilson athletics area becomes illuminated when mm-hmm. when you walk over and you hold your phone over it and you see you see you know all stars performing with the equipment and then you see you know a clip from espn last night mm-hmm. uh, that you know that that's kind of pie in the sky but that's that that's mm-hmm. where my mind jumps that it's it's totally. we're taking something that people already have which is the big thing you're not asking people to buy new equipment at the very, at the most, you're asking them to download an app. Right. I even see this working for real estate, like when walking into a house that the walls are the horrible color and the carpet's really crappy, but you want to go through and add nice hardwood floors and do this color and you can walk around mm-hmm. and envision what that space would look like. So you're walking around the actual house, but you can, you know, aesthetically see how things would change. And I think there's so many opportunities and um, for this use as well. I think there's still room for this to grow it's also in its infancy um and is understanding how consumers adapt but you i think were spot on in saying consumers already have the technology to leverage this to Mm -hmm. leverage ai or not ar ar AR. (laughs) (laughs) it has watson on my brain it has has ai it has ai (laughs) but it's ar yeah ar augmented reality yes 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 yeah so it, it, it is really interesting, you know, there's there's no answer to this. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, this is really a, just a topic of conversation that I thought would be excellent for you and I to kind of ruminate on and talk about. Um, as marketers, you know, we have to keep an eye open for every possibility. Mm-hmm. And, you know, VR isn't isn't 100% dead and AR isn't the future of everything. Mm-hmm. And as, as we kind of move through this, I, I still feel like we're, as a species, in the infancy of understanding what technology is and what it does to us for sure in our daily lives so who's to say which which you know this isn't this isn't Betamax versus uh vhs you know that one right. is not going to get go completely by the wayside it's not one or the other but it's kind of fascinating to to see how this develops and really the best thing you can do is experiment mm-hmm. and pay attention to the marketplace and and really listen to um what your your clients and your users are, are telling you with their right. actions but I think it's going to be amazing to like just see where this goes over the next five years. Mm-hmm. Like, think how far we've come since your horrible first experience. With the and, virtual boy. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. And where it's going to go. And um, marketers, I keep it top of mind. I think this is. I'm a firm believer that it might be worth watching to see what other people do, unless oh, you yeah. have the budgets to exactly. <laughs> to jump in and test. And if so, like that's amazing. So, uh, I I'm excited about it.
Me too. Well put. I think that's a, that's a great point to end on. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in to the Chicago Marketing Podcast. We are presented by Mignani Continuum Marketing. Uh, head to Mignani.com. That's www.m-a-g-n-a-n-i.com for all your digital marketing needs. And for my semi-sleepy co-host, Elena. I'm awake now. Now you're awake. <laughs> I got you, I got your blood pumping. That was it. All this AR got her, yeah. got her going. And for myself, who's also semi-sleepy, Michael Dennis. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Have a great day.